0: all right what is up lrg world it is dom joined with drew and welcome to our episode two recap of survivor lu what a tongue twister we got there uh today we are joined by season one champion reigning (laughs) nathan how are you doing today
1: i'm doing good thanks for having me on
0: it's great to have you back finally after a long, it feels like just yesterday we did our finale recap of uh, season one, and now we are here. Season two has aired um, on Saturday. If you have not seen it, spoilers ahead, highly recommend going to check it out because we got a lot happen this last episode. Drew, what, if we, what were your initial reactions to this episode?
2: You know, I'm excited. We have a lot to get into. Lots of inner tribe dynamics, which are always interesting to talk mm-hmm. about. Um so there's a lot of intermingling dynamics. Um, fun challenge, long challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, let's get into. It. Let's just get into it. Let's start off uh, with the challenge. Um, Don, what were your thoughts on the challenge?
0: I thought it was a very cool challenge. That is something that um, I don't know. It's it's very tedious. It takes a lot mm-hmm. of work, and I really like the way that it was. Um, I don't know, done. I felt like it was a very even challenge for pretty much everybody there. And regardless of tribe division regardless of gender. And I feel like it was, you know, it was was just a nice, solid challenge that uh, I I don't typically get to see in a lot of live games. So um, yeah, I thought the production team came up with something really cool. Um, Yeah. Nathan, what'd you think?
1: Yeah, yeah, that was uh, definitely one of my personal favorites. Uh, we just wrapped season six, actually. And honestly, that, that challenge is still one of my favorites we've ever done. Uh, it just really felt like Survivor. Um, all three tribes got to the last block and it fell down, all three of them. So, like, that's exactly what you want. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I really liked it. I think it played off pretty well. I remember when we designed it, we, like, wanted to try to figure out if how many blocks it was meant to be. Like, because you don't want to make it too hard, you don't want to make it too easy. So I think it worked out perfectly um one comment i will make about it is that for the tv tribe we unfortunately lost a good amount of the footage we don't know where it went um so that's why there wasn't too many scenes of the, the girls except for the very end so yeah we apologize for that especially the tv people if you're watching um but we looked for it we just couldn't find it so uh but i think the challenge went really well uh and it was very close there because like i don't know if you noticed but like the, gir- the, g- the girls were cheering right as the guys were on the last block yeah so worked out and so of course uh Kalahari fell on the last block and they were so close so loved that challenge and big fan of it yeah I think Dom and I had to stop ourselves from giggling there because we both thought the same thing
2: (laughs) how did you lose footage and the challenge was still that long um yeah that was a really long challenge um I'm it was a third of the episode which was something but it was a good challenge. So yeah. at least it was a good challenge for it. Being yeah. A uh, we did get a Nathan cameo in the challenge. So that was fun. Yeah, I know, so, several like, I times. It in the background. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, that was funny. I was like, oh, shoot. I look so young there. <laughs> what's I it like or, watching? Maybe even Dawson. I don't
0: know. <laughs> yep. Nathan, what's it like watching this? I I don't want to say next generation because I'm sure you guys have a lot in store, but it feels like it. This next group of castaways take it on and you're there sitting from the sidelines. What's it like to see that play out?
1: Yeah, it was was a great experience. Um, it, It was a ton of fun. I just remember like, it was, it was nice to not be on the side where you're constantly stressing about what's going to happen that night. Like, we knew it was going to happen mostly, most of the nights. We knew it was going to happen. So it was just nice coming in with, like, some steady, like, okay, I know what we're going to do. Here's how we're going to do it and so on. Um, and and I really liked the theme we built the, the season around. Um, that helps, too. So um, it was a lot of fun. I, I had a blast. And uh, this, this episode I thought was really, in this, this week of the game, I thought was really good for a second week. Um, so that helped. Too. Definitely. Yeah. Yep, yeah,
0: that's definitely something I wanted to comment on because last episode we had a lot of people that kind of just felt like they were, I don't know, kind of walking on eggshells still. They weren't really sure how to act in front of a camera, didn't know how to give confessionals yeah. too well, and we saw a lot of players come out of their shell this episode, and I got a few in mind that I'm sure we're going to be talking about, but I do think that we we saw a lot of game dynamic emerge from all three tribes a lot of players starting to begin their journey i guess so to speak mm-hmm. um and a lot of players that seem to have prematurely maybe ended their journey uh mm-hmm. and so we can we can uh lead right into that uh portion of the episode well so for, for those watching what we saw happen was the our, our all male tribe, our all female tribe have become completely safe and our joint uh gender tribe has become uh the losers yet the again. Losers. So yeah. they will be our uh, attending tribal council while the other two tribes decide to hold a powwow thanks to <laughs> john, john. <laughs> yes yeah, so
2: let's talk about Masai. i think messiah is probably the easiest tribe to talk about this week to start off because i think we kind of got less action from them this week especially compared to week one so uh they win the challenge and john who is their elected leader uh decides to call a meeting between two out of the three tribes and create an alliance <laughs> of 12 out of 17 people
1: um, genius. genius genius if this
2: was big brother perfect <laughs>
1: yeah exactly this big brother you are you're in great shape uh
2: yeah i'm not sure exactly i mean we heard everybody on on both of the other tribes who we heard from was kind of like no this is not gonna work but they yeah. have the meeting and john sets it up and It's this like oh once we get to a swap or to emerge like it'll be easy to just pick off the other people i'm like there's only four people not with you like after this vote there will only be four other people So, um, not sure on that one, John, uh, Dom, what were your thoughts on this, this meeting?
0: I think having that idol kind of gives a very false sense of security. And we do see a lot of the time in real survivor, where if you have an advantage, you kind of feel like you can play a little bit more freely. You know, uh, Mm -hmm. you have that little extra safety net and you don't know if it's going to catch you entirely, but you just feel like, it's going to be there just in case you might need it. And meanwhile, John is, in, you know, instead of jumping into a safety net, he's jumping out of a plane without a parachute. And he's got, like, an umbrella, and he thinks it's going to save him, I feel like, at yeah. this point. He, uh, <laughs> he's, quite, <laughs> he's quite the character. And <laughs> like I, I rooted for in Season 1, I enjoy our good TV. Mm-hmm. And he is that. He reminds me of Chris Noble, in a way, from Ghost Island, bringing everybody to a water well and trying to convince them to join together. Um, And so, I don't know. I feel like terrible gameplay, great television. I think we all know where it's going to go from here. Um, So I'm looking forward to be proven wrong or at least see a cinematic demise.
2: Yeah, I... I don't know what John's doing. I mean, first we see John sporadically pulling together these two groups. Then we get his confessional where he's like, I'm playing a social game. And if I'm targeted, it's because I'm being too social. And it's because my social game is failing. And I'm like, that is the opposite of what's happening. You're playing a strategic game only and you're overplaying that. And that's why people want you out. And so the target, uh, for Messiah has kind of shifted from last week. We heard Andrew and Austin a little bit, and now it seems like everybody's like, well, yeah, we can get them out, but we need to get John out first.
0: Mm-hmm. As
2: long as John's out, then we can go back to, you know, Andrew or Austin. And we don't really hear very much from Andrew this week. I actually, I don't, I'm not sure that Andrew has any confessionals this week. Um, he had
1: one, one or two short ones, like very yeah. short. Um, so,
2: we didn't hear from
0: a decent amount of people this week. Yeah, we though. didn't we get did anything decent.
2: from Chadwick either. Um, no Chadwick. So we're not sure where Chadwick lands. But um, let's talk about uh, Austin real quick. <laughs> so, I think Austin had a week. Austin had a yeah, pretty – He did. He walked into a good week. He walked, we in walked into it, walked. it yeah. <laughs> and I feel like that's
0: the best kind of uh, gameplay that I, – I feel. I honestly feel him walking into that is best-case scenario. because he was invited to be in it. He didn't, like, create anything. Mm -hmm. He didn't, you know, he gets all the benefits of being in, like, what seems to be a tight three-person alliance Mm -hmm. between tribes, and all he had to do was just walk past them, and they included him out out of, it seems like, trust. It seems like some of them genuinely trust him, but also they can't really do anything because he's got all the dirt on him. So, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, he's got all the power without actually – I don't know if he knows what to do with it, but I hope he'll figure it out.
2: Yeah, and I think I think he kind of falls in this into this group and he's not in immediate danger, I don't think. He kind of falls into that position where he's he's not the one calling the shots. Like we mm-hmm. see people like Delaney and we see CK and you know even Sophie, uh John uh these people are out front and they're calling the shots right now whereas Austin is the one who's like he's in with the numbers it seems like he has secret alliances that nobody knows about but he's not the one who is visibly making the decisions so he's probably not going to get fired at first Mm -hmm. and while we did hear last week Andrew mentioned Austin's name this week it doesn't seem like Austin has been mentioned as a target um so I like this a lot for Austin. I'm finding his confessionals to be fun. Um, I'm still kind of uh, finding it funny how he's like, well, pregame, I'm just going to go in and I'm going to play dumb. And then <laughs> he's gone in and he literally like walked into an alliance. So yeah. I'm not sure. I don't know. I kind of love it. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. Anything? So, yeah, yeah, we
0: can rewind a little bit and kind of give like uh, insight onto what had like what Austin even stumbled into. Yes. Because, Austin had a fantastic yeah. week, but I think three players really stood out as having a really solid performance. And that would be Delaney from uh, the captain of the All Girls Tribe. Um, yes. Tee CK from um, Kalahari. Kalahari. I'm getting my I'm getting my. I name wrote it down. down. I wrote it down. It. <laughs> and um and I, I, I blanked. Ethan. 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 Yeah. Ethan is Ethan is coming out swinging finally. Yes. <laughs>
2: After Ethan's confessional last week where we thought he was going to quit the game. Quit. <laughs> yep. And he, he was like, out these people just care so much more about this game than me. And then yeah. this week, every shot that we got of Ethan was him having a strategic conversation with people. Mm-hmm. So
0: I um, feel like this was a very big week for our caterpillars in the game. Yes. The ones yes. that for- need the little... Need the little metamorphosis push to push them into being that big, beautiful butterfly of a survivor mm-hmm. player. You know, we saw that happen a couple times in uh, season one. I think Madeline got some content this, this episode, mm-hmm. um, which I was very happy about. Uh, I, and Ethan was definitely a champion, you know, where they kind of take a step back and they go, this is serious. You know, like people are taking this serious, serious. And either I get on this train and I take it seriously with them or I'm, I'm out soon or I will yep. be out later. <laughs> and it's not worth it to spend that entire semester to get, out, you know, seventh or eighth boot when, you know, put that much time into it. So I feel like this episode was a big week for a lot of players, whether we saw it or not. They came to a big realization that the game was mm-hmm. starting. And it was picking up. And so what well, we kind of saw the product of that was this three-person alliance that seemed to be formed. We don't know if it, it might be our first final three that's been made, that's been proposed at least, um, that actually seems decently solid. And it is between three members of all three tribes plus Austin.
1: <laughs> yeah, plus Austin.
0: <laughs> so yeah. let's kind of go over the information that was, you know, given back and forth. And- yeah how that is being you know coming to fruition and how it ultimately played into our boot this this episode
2: yeah so um it seems like all three members of this alliance are kind of bringing forward while well, in austin are all bringing forth the information they have it seems like ck has, is having to do a lot of like yeah i know this information but i have to pretend that i don't know this information and then be surprised when somebody else gives it to me um yeah. which is a good position. Um, i did find out so we see a lot through this episode and even a little bit in last episode that ck is getting all these pieces of information and you know telling people and pretending to be surprised what other people tell him um well we don't really see always where he's getting this from and i think something that we're not being shown something that i was letting in on is uh we did get in episode one that uh ck and jay high are really good friends and (laughs) jay high is picking up a lot of this information and bringing it to ck but because ck's tribe is the one who's going to tribal obviously we're getting more screen time with him so that's where ck mm-hmm. is getting a lot of his information is yes. through that close friendship with jai mm-hmm. um which i which is serving him well and in turn serving Jay High well because obviously we're not getting a ton of jai right now yeah. um yeah. so i think that that puts ck in a pretty good position my only worry with ck right now about sharing like they all know that John has the idol, and that all the captains or the leaders got the, the idols. I just worry because it seems like CK is the one who's maneuvering everything right now, and I mm-hmm. think people can see that. Um, so yep. I get a little worried, but it does seem like CK is, I mean, he has the relationships. He was able to, we'll talk about this in a minute, but like he was able to go into that conversation with Hallie and kind of force Hallie to say a name. Um I, I I don't know. I like CK in this this trio. It seems like Ethan is kind of the like idea person. CK is the information person, and then maybe Delaney is going to be the one who's going to be able to rally the numbers. Um, we mm-hmm. didn't really get very much strategically from Delaney, but it does feel like she's in a in a social position yep. uh, between that three person alliance, three or four person alliance, and the girls. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah. I like I like that a lot
0: a really important move that was made during those conversations was to be, to to inform Delaney of Sophie's commitment to Jacob, which was a big reveal for Delaney and kind of made her reassess her entire relationship with her and sharing her idol clue from the previous episode. So um, that was a big piece of information that probably will affect how the Girls' tribe moves forward from there. The Tiwi tribe. So, um yeah, I, I, and it, and it clearly affected how the Kalahari tribe started voting. So, mm-hmm. where do we want it? Where we got a lot to dissect. Where should we start? Well, let's
2: talk about Tiwi for a minute. Okay. So, I think Tiwi can be pretty well summed up that Delaney's in a power position. Yeah. I, I think Delaney's gonna pretty much decide what happens if the girls have to go to. One of the next couple of tribal councils before a a swapper emerge. We still have the trio of Victoria, Delaney, and Sophie, and they've all talked to each other continually. But obviously we see that Delaney's a little bit weary of Sophie. Maybe with Jacob out of the way now, they can solidify that three again. Uh, I'm not sure. And it seems like they want to pull in Madeline as a fourth without Madeline actually having talked <laughs> to them strategically. They're just kind of like, well, we need a majority. So like let's pull in Madeline because nobody's talking to Madeline. Yeah. Uh, which is fair.
0: <laughs> you know, that that just goes to show how good her social game has been. Though. Right.
2: Really? Oh, yeah. Madeline is the queen of social on yep. she,
0: she has yet to compete in any physical challenges or any challenges whatsoever.
1: Yeah, Missed that dice was day. brutal. That was already,
0: yeah, yeah. She's already in a majority alliance, and we really haven't seen much of that. So hopes hopes are high. Hopes are yeah. high.
2: <laughs> I have a feeling that if the girls lose immunity next week or, you know, whenever is the first week that Madeline is going to have to vote, I I think we're gonna see something from her. Um, I mean, it took Hallie a week to warm up, it's taken Ethan a week mm-hmm. to warm up. I think that we could get some stuff out of Madeline when she realizes, like, oh, I might actually lose now. Um, True, But yeah. Also yeah. on TV, we see uh, Melanie and Haley solidifying their final two, but they're being very obvious about it. The other girls are calling it out. I do wish that we would have seen them talking a little bit more before having the other girls be like, well, obviously they're a duo. I do wish that we would have seen you know, the formation of that. Um, mm-hmm. if that footage was available, but it seems like everybody on the girls is kind of like, Yep, well, we're just gonna vote out Melanie or Haley when we lose the challenge. If they lose a the challenge, um, so I don't Which... know, Dom, any thoughts on, on that?
0: Yeah, I thought it was pretty interesting gameplay because they said apparently to Sophie, I believe, straight up that they were planning on, or Haley or somebody had mentioned voting. For one of them, and I for don't Victoria, know, yeah, for Victoria, and I don't know if that was like a play or like you know just trying to like expose and start game talk, but that was a very very poor move because I mean it was very evident and rampant on the guys tribe last last episode of what it was like throwing out names when you haven't even lost yet. Yep. I don't know. I feel like that was that was a really bad move. It was a really good opportunity to have somebody hop in, and uh, you know, take over for them. I guess like like take their position in the in the tribe.
2: Yeah, it seems like the girls are trying to stay like tribe strong, but also like they're ready to vote if they need to. Um we had I don't Victoria obviously is now like, well, I want Melody and Haley out because they said my name. There's the distrust between uh Delaney and Sophie. Madeline is there. Um, I think it it could be interesting. I think it would be more fun probably to send the girls, you know, as a six into a swap or into the merge just to see what happens, because I need I, I need the guys to go to tribal council just to see what happens. Yeah. Um But, yeah, I'm liking this tribe dynamic. It seems like right now Delaney's in the power position and we'll kind of determine what happens. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not sure really if there is a way that I see for Melanie and Haley to both make it through if they have to go to a vote next week. The only way I see is if Sophie finds out something and decides to flip and make it a 3-3, and then there's the idol, but I don't know.
0: I I think... I think the the writing is on the wall for those two. Yeah. Um, they could easily make it a two, two split or something. I don't know. Um, but, but it's very, I I don't know. I I don't think that they have the capacity to make a move in this situation. So I think that both Melanie and Haley are just sitting ducks on that tribe.
2: Yeah, I agree. Um, let's talk about Kalahari, the tribe that lost immunity. we get CK, of course, kind of being the driver. The driver again this episode with Adris kind of as the right hand man.
0: Um, oh, by the way, has also kind of come out of his shell a little bit. Yeah. I mean, we don't really get to see a lot of game talk, but he is very perceptive sure. with yeah. how um, the game is moving. I feel like he has a really good sense of it. I don't know. I, I think he is completely content in his position. So I don't know. I, I think I we saw a decent episode from him compared to like what we've seen, at least in pregame and in the premiere. Yeah. He's happy-go-lucky, but he's very aware of what's going on.
2: I agree. And Idris is another one of those players, like I was talking about earlier, who's not the one driving things out in front. He's just here for the ride. And so he's not going to necessarily be the one who's, you know, shot at first. Yep. Um, and I, I like that a lot from Idris. Um, so we come into this tribe and it seems kind of obvious that Lily's going to be the boot because there's a four person alliance of CK, Adrice, Jacob, and, uh, Hallie, who was kind of pulled in and Lily's the only one left. So they're like, yep, we're voting out Lily. Cool. It doesn't, we don't really see Lily putting in that much work. I mean, we see a little, like a couple of discussions that Lily has with like CK Um, And then I think also Lily had maybe a discussion with a couple of them last week, but it seems pretty obvious that Lily's going out until CK hooks up with these other people from the other tribes, gets some information from Jai, uses that information. And oh, all of a sudden Jacob's a target because Jacob and Sophie are best friends who almost dated and they did not tell anyone.
0: Yeah, so I, I feel like, yeah, I, I agree. Lily didn't really do anything this episode to save herself. I feel like this decision was entirely CK's and really pushed that vote to benefit him in the best way possible. Um, and his three-person alliance, you know, it separated Sophie and Jacob and kind of boosted Delaney's numbers, who is, a you know, a number for CK. And I feel like it was just a really masterful um, Cross tribe chatting decision that really resulted in it. I don't think I, I feel like if it was normal Survivor and mm-hmm. tribes weren't allowed to talk, we'd see Lily going like out the door. But yep. um, this course, this sure. was this was tough. Uh, I, I feel like CK really came out swinging, and Hallie had a very good episode today. Mm-hmm.
2: I my view, this episode changed on Hallie.
0: I also agree. I feel like she really also came out swinging and not necessarily as hard. You know, she might be still playing T-ball, um, but at least she's at the game. You know, yeah, she's at I mean, the game and she's going to participate. She's thinking and she seems to be, at least in the confessionals, she seems to be the only one that has picked up the fact that CK is playing her as well as everybody. She actively knows that and just yep, yep. having that idea in the in her head. Just kind of shows how socially aware she is of that situation, but also really elevates herself to kind of like, I don't know, begin some cross, you know, like mental warfare with him. Because if yeah. he's telling her stuff, like she's going to, you know, get, just give it right back. And I'm excited to see how that plays out because it seems like they're aligned for now. But I foresee something big kind of happening because she's not going to play nice when i feel, when, yeah. when confronted, I feel like.
2: I agree. I think that this has potential for a, to be a mess in a good way. Yeah. Because, yes, Hallie got what she wanted this week because CK pulled it out of her, and that was for Jacob to go. <laughs> However, the way that CK got it out of her was by kind of planting seeds, like, "Oh, do you want to vote out Lily? No. <laughs> do you want to vote out Adrice? No." Do you want to vote on Jacob? Yes. Okay, let's do that then. Yeah, great idea. Like, your idea. <laughs> like, I think CK is kind of running circles around her, but at least, like, she now is in the game. She did get what she wanted, ultimately. But at least she's in the game now. Uh, from what we saw last week, I mean, she didn't even really say a name from what we from what we saw. It was just kind of like, okay, you're voting with us. But I'm I'm excited to see what Hallie has to offer. I kind of like that she she's picking up the game. And she's learning that, like, yeah, people are playing. And, mm-hmm. I mean, we saw we saw a couple people this week say, like, I don't want to go home. Like, mm-hmm. even we heard Austin say, like, I'm realizing this game is a lot more than I thought I, that, that it would be. But uh, I'm not going to lose. Like, I'm yeah. not going out. Yeah. I'm not doing it. And we hear Hallie kind of say the same thing. Like, I don't want to lose yet. Like, I'm, I'm not going out yet. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. So, I, I'm i excited to see it. Um, so, CK plant.
0: I got a question for Nathan. Yeah. So we're seeing like really bold, sneaky gameplay from CK this early on, and as mm-hmm. somebody who's run through the ga- like the gauntlet before, uh, but you also played a very kind of under the radar game. How what do what do you perceive this kind of like pre-game str- strategy straight out of the gate?
1: Mm, yeah. So like for CK, it, it's interesting because. A lot of the time, the bold people that are talking to everyone are usually like the main target. The CK is not that at all. If anything, he's probably like the least, the least wanted targeted person in the tribe. So it's interesting that the strategy he's taking is working really well so far. Um, we'll have to see how that how that happens in the future. But for now, he's in great shape. I think it's dangerous though. Like he's on a fine line because if he messes up his story with all these people or something goes wrong with his relationship with Jay-High, he could be in big trouble very quickly. I but, agree. Yeah. At the people that stick close to him, stick close to him the rest of the game, he has the numbers. So, it'll be yep. interesting to see with CK. Um, I wouldn't play the way he is, but it's working for him and so all the power to him. So, it's interesting.
2: Yeah, I'm kind of like thinking about what you were just saying about the people who play hard and they're like saying all the names are usually the targets I'm kind of like look thinking back on you know the people that CK's on a tribe with are all very laid-back people they're all very Uh laid-back players you know Jacob had never seen the game before Idris is just like there to be somebody's number two Hallie doesn't know what's going on until (laughs) somebody brings it to her you know Lily we're seeing be pretty laid-back and inactive and then mm-hmm. Rachel, who was voted out last week, we didn't really see talking to anybody. So CK's on this tribe with people where you know him doing anything is him being the biggest player on the tribe. Yeah. yeah
1: so true. I, I yeah. do
2: worry about him in a swap situation. You know, what happens when CK is on a tribe with, you know, John or mm-hmm. Sophie or Delaney? Like yeah. what, what happens with CK then and these other people are playing as hard as he as he
1: is? Yep. If CK is on Masai, I think he'd be in really big trouble playing the way he is. So, like, if if he were to be put on Masai originally and he plays the same way, I don't know. I don't know how things turn out in that in that scenario. I think he could be kind of be replacing, you know, the the John target almost a little bit if he was playing too hard over there. So mm-hmm. it is interesting. Yeah, he's with people that are more laid back, and it's working for him. But let's we'll keep yep. an eye on it for sure.
0: I feel like CK is set until he has to make a decision that's not his say he ends up in a swap and he's down in numbers but like his alliance wants to vote out one of his numbers and he doesn't want to do that. He's going to be he's going to have to make a decision and make a lot of enemies in that process. So that's the only way that I kind of foresee him kind of getting exposed with all that
2: stuff. But I also or or his sources just cross lines and they're yeah. like, "Wait, CK was CK told me John has an idol." Oh, really? Mm. Cuz when when C K when I brought it up he didn't know like I kind of get the vibe
0: though that he is chilling for now mm-hmm. like I I yeah, get the vibe same. that all of his like final twos or final threes are set on that and they're mm-hmm. kind of just latching onto that and playing accordingly and I think he's chilling for you know at least maybe a swap
1: yeah um, so he has to
0: start sweating he uh, chooses the I right
1: also, people to align with yeah
0: yep I I feel so like not only are they Do they seem to be like they're they're both Delaney and Ethan are very competitive. However, they are both very go with the flow as well. Mm -hmm. So like he still kind of is in like that environment of like good strategy talk, but also you know good go with the flow. Yeah, because like he kinda chose the DNA. heads
1: of the other tribes, which is impressive in its own. And then he has Jehai on 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 his like kind of his undercover radar so that if Ethan is lying to him or saying something that isn't true, Jay High can can almost shoot that down. So he really does have so much information in the game. So it'll I be do see,
0: I, I get nervous because there's sometimes that he has conversations, one moment specifically in this episode where he said something and then he goes Wait, 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 forget I said that. Forget I said and it's like, okay, like I really hope you're picking your words wisely, because saying stuff like that really kinda it's gonna add up. It's gonna, you know, you gotta be careful with who you say what to to who, because he played he also played a master class on Jacob. Let's let's be let's be real. Um he basically came to him, asked him if he knew anybody, asked him if he, you know play like talk to anybody provided his own information to jacob kind of knowing 75 percent chance that he's voting him out this information that he has won't matter whatsoever but he's just throwing that line out there to see if he'll bite give him the information that he's looking for and maybe be able to play with him and it was just such a cool scene to watch it was Mm -hmm. just yeah and i don't know jacob just was not ready for it Mm
2: -hmm. yep I think one thing we're learning about CK as a player is he tells us he's going to do something and he plans it out and then he does it. We saw in his pregame he said, "I'm going to play like Russell Hans, where I'm what other people need me to be." He comes into the game and he's who each individual person needs needs him to be. For Hallie, he's the one who's enabling her to play the game. For you know, uh, Adrice, he's the, the the shield in front of him. For other people, he's a sounding board. You know, for, mm-hmm. for Jay High, he's the information collector. Like that's what we're seeing from CK. CK tells us something, he plans out how to do it, and he executes it, and then he moves on to the next.
0: So yep. much, much like Russell Hance, CK is on a in his first season, he's on a two uh, win-losing streak. Yep. Um, so basically what we can predict is a Russ or uh CK, Idris, and Halley final three with Halley winning. <laughs> Or I guess. Maybe I would I my money's on hands. Anyway, bull
2: <laughs> Yeah, that's we'll hilarious. Bull,
0: we'll we'll save the bull predictions for the end. That was just <laughs> a, that was just a side tangent. Let's move on. Yeah. <laughs> I so like we kinda, yeah, do we we dissected the Kalahari tribe a little bit? Do we want to move on to uh Masai for what they have?
2: Yeah, we don't really get a ton from Masai, other than, you know, we see Ethan talking a lot to these other players. Yep. Uh, Ethan is stepping up and playing. We don't get really anything. We don't get much from Jay High. Obviously, we know exactly. that he's talking a lot with CK behind the mm-hmm. scenes. Um, we get a little bit of John, but we've kind of already talked about John. But I think yep. Ethan was kind of the one who stood out this episode. Ethan and Austin. Ethan was um, the
0: one that I really wanted to talk about in this show yeah. because we kind of gave him some flack in the past. Um, but he showed up and was ready to play. He came out. I my one of my favorite confessionals this season so far is him saying, "You know, I'm gonna play. Like I'm voting John out. Like that's my goal. Like I don't like he said something to that line of, yep. you know, marking his marking his target. And the best part about it is John doesn't know. I don't yep. think John has any." Any awareness? of I him. don't
2: think John knows that anybody is thinking about targeting him right now. I mean, for him, to, for John to be bold enough to say in the confessional, "If I go out, it's because I'm failing at social game." Yeah. No. No. <laughs> yeah.
0: What? So, what did you think of uh, Ethan's emergence in, in as a player this episode,
1: Nathan? Oh man, uh, Ethan's story is so interesting so far because, like you guys mentioned earlier, he almost like it almost seemed like he wanted to quit. Like he's like, "This game is just too much." But then I think it's hilarious how this episode he turned, he kind of can in the confessionals like getting more and more like getting more and more into the game. And when he said like, you know, I just want to get John out, I thought, I thought that was hilarious. Like, he's like, I don't want to win, I just want to get John out. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think his story has already developed a ton in two episodes. So uh, it's gonna be interesting when they have to go to tribal if Masai does go to tribal as a tribe it be interesting to see what he decides to do, kind of where he decides to play a line, because, once again, he's got options now. He wants to get John out, but, you know, Andrew's we, also... We playing.
2: also... Right. And we also have seen Ethan and John having conversations. True. So, I mean, I, honestly, if the guys go to Tribal, if Masai goes to Tribal, anything could happen, especially with Idle being in play. like exactly. I, think, I think Chadwick is probably fine. Jay high is maybe okay. Um... Ethan is probably fine, but I think our big targets
0: would be Austin, Andrew, or John,
2: Mm -hmm. and
0: I feel like Andrew could be fodder just from an idle play. However, I feel like I don't know. I, I like everybody is so set on getting John out that it's bound to get out because we don't know what where loyalties lie. Andrew seems like he's still set on getting Austin out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chadwick is pro- – my bet on Chadwick is that he's still buddy-buddy with John after finding yep. that idol with him. And then you kind of have Ethan, Austin, and um, – missing one. Oh, Jay High? Uh, Jay, Jay High, yeah. who are all kind of connected to the same person, CK. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and I, I don't know. I feel like that that's a solid three, but I don't maybe know. Maybe CK
2: heard... calls in a, a shot on a tribe that's not even his. Yeah, Could maybe. Could be. Could be.
0: Let's. I'm here for it. This is. It's yeah. very interesting intergame dynamics that you don't really see unless it is like a live game All Star season on a college level. Mm-hmm. Um, and I. I don't know. I'm. I'm. I'm here for it for now.
2: Yeah, I agree. Um, is there anything else we want to discuss before we kind of get to the vote and then? I think we hit all the parts. We covered yeah. the
0: tribes. Very interesting oh. dynamic on each one. Mm-hmm. For the vote, we saw a pretty unanimous vote. I yep. guess a unanimous vote, vote one. for Jacob, yep. who looked blindsided.
1: Yes, mm-hmm.
2: from what I understand, he did not know that he was getting votes. Wow. No. Um, so yeah, big blindside pulled uh, by CK. And again, we keep you know talking of CK. CK could if this comes back to haunt him, you know, if they're if we get into a situation where he's swapped with Sophie or something, and that's that's brought up, you know, CK has plausible deniability. Well, Hallie wanted to do it, like it was Hallie's idea. So mm-hmm. true. You can
0: also very easily kind of
2: play dumb and just be like, "Oh, I heard from another
0: tribe that tribe leaders had idols or something." Yeah. Like there's there's so much. Like I don't think Jacob knows the game enough to like to have provided a lot of yep uh, to provide a lot of things i don't I know jacob doesn't know the game enough and which in turn provides a lot of things to be able to like use against him i guess and sure. like yep. being it like for a reason why he was voted out
1: but for somebody that had had not known the show at all i think jacob actually played a very good game i, I would agree. unfortunately got screwed by ck just kind of wanting to, yep. to go hard and and if, if Jacob is on is on Masai, it's another kind of one of those alternate realities. If Jacob's on Masai, I think he could go he could have gone very far because he was very likable and even yeah. though he didn't know the game super well, it seemed like he knew he started was really starting to understand you know yeah. he got into an alliance very quickly and and most people would not have, have just taken him out because they want to take him out. So I think I think he played a really, really good game. It's just yeah. unfortunately things didn't go his way.
0: I think um, it's just another another casualty of having a six-person tribe. Mm-hmm. You can only like look at so many people, and at that point, everybody is is gonna pick on whatever, whatever's your weakest point mm-hmm. to you know do that to go yep. for you.
2: Yeah, I mean, who was who was second boot in
1: season one? Was it Addie Grace? Yes, it would have been Addy Grace. Yeah, and she was kind of one of those too, a little bit. I mean,
2: yeah, I mean, it's somebody who was playing, but they weren't in the majority mm-hmm. and their early decisions kind of mess them up but all right dom let's get into bold predictions for next week well i what already had my one
0: bold prediction for the season finale so. hallie
2: wins against wins ck
0: wins. CK <laughs> comes back for heroes versus villains and then he'll come back for lu redemption island and then he'll return <laughs> like 10 years later for the australian lu version oh yeah. my that's, that's my bold prediction Our, your turn here. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No. So next week I'm really interested to see, I don't know what's going to happen. These, these lack of next time on Survivor LU are really messing with my um, foreseeable futures for this series. Yes. We will and get that
2: later in the week. So we will from get what
0: to, understand. Yeah. We'll, we'll get, get that. that later in the week. However, I guess just going on a whim, I have a feeling if the girls' tribe goes to tribal, I think Haley is in trouble. Um, I – Out of Haley and Melanie, I think –
2: Well, here's the thing because one of the – Didn't one of the girls that's in the majority have a talk with Melanie? I don't remember who it was. And they were like, yeah, Melanie was like not being forthcoming with information. However, they
0: did say – They also said Melanie told them that Haley was the one that threw out their name. So – yeah, that's, that's fair. my prediction. I feel like out of the two, they're gonna pick the one that is throwing out names, and if Haley is that person, I think Haley's in trouble. Which I also another I week wanna... safe for Madeline. That's right. all right. Well, all I actually I wanted about.
2: to talk about Madeline because I think we can do our predictions tribe by tribe. So, okay. um, I we haven't heard any of the girls have idle i mean ob- aside from sophie we haven't heard the girls talk about what happened with delaney's idol clue all we know is delaney doesn't have it and you know nate kind of gave us the heads up last week that well you'll see what happens with the girl's idol clue so i think there might be some interesting dynamics to come uh in the future with that idol clue maybe delaney gives the idol clue to the whole tribe and something happens but i could see madeline being a casualty of just not playing um so I think I think we either lose Madeline or Haley if the girls. Madeline's the not
0: game. going anywhere. That's my Madeline has the prediction. That's Madeline has pack. the best
2: social game right now. That, that is a pack. Pack. She's so under the radar. She's not even on the radar.
0: Well, so if we look at it objective, like like Victoria had her name thrown out. She's clearly aligned with Sophie, who is pretty decently aligned with Delaney. That's three people right there. It's very smart of them to bring in a fourth. And it sounds like they know Melanie and Haley are, you know, it sounds like they're in alliance together. And that's just the assumption on the tribe. Whether they are as close as they are being perceived to be, that's still a question. However, they need to get a number. And Madeline is that perfect number. And so she's going to, that's my, you know, they're going to ingrain her in that alliance. Go from there. Sorry, Haley, I think you're going.
2: I agree for the most part. Um, all right, let's move on to the Maasai tribe. If Maasai loses immunity, what happens? Mm-hmm. I think it's pretty clear John goes. My I, That's not a bold prediction. I don't <laughs> know how uh, John maybe, goes. I maybe? feel like John plays an idol and Andrew will go. Is that a bold prediction?
0: That's my bold prediction. If, that's- if Maasai <laughs> goes, I feel like there will be a split play, um, leaving Chadwick out of the vote, um, and they will try to get Andrew in. And I feel like it'll get messed up somehow. And... <laughs> Do
2: you think they know that Chadwick and John are close, though? Because if anybody tells Chadwick about the plan to vote out John, obviously Chadwick's going to John, and John's playing the idol. So if anyone links anything to Chadwick, then the idol's being played.
0: That's that's kind of what I meant. Chadwick yeah. will be on the out of that
2: vote. Like he yeah. will.
0: Like they might confront him, which then in turn give a cue to John. Cue John playing an idol. Cue fodder going home.
2: Not, yeah, not, unless but, well, unless John gets paranoid and flips the target onto somebody else. Yeah, he will robs
0: pre-merge King going home. It could
2: be a snipe on somebody like Ethan or something if John catches wind. Of I anything. don't know. I don't know, man. I think John,
0: I don't know. I feel like his sights would be set. I don't know if they'd have the numbers.
1: I think yeah, my bold prediction
2: know. is going to be if the guys lose, John doesn't play his idol out of pride and goes out with an idol. Um, okay, let's talk about Kalahari. If Kalahari, Kalahari loses another immunity, what happens, Dom? I don't want to think about it. <laughs> I think, I think, really, just, I I think Lily just
0: goes out. I think Lily mm-hmm. would just go out just because I, it seems like the three are very tight. Yep. Whether I don't know, I don't, I don't. It depends. It depends. We we don't see Hallie or Lily really connecting that well, but we see Hallie still not wanting to go for her. So yeah, it's kind of like I, this confusing dynamic of like, does she just not want to like go for her because like she likes her more than Jacob, or what? Because the only people it seems like she's talking to are c k and Adrice for for whatever reason. So I, I my gut tells me that she sticks with the guys, but I don't know. who knows. Maybe next next episode we have a swap, and everybody just kind of drops their buffs, and mm-hmm. that'll be my bold prediction. Wash everything I just said. That's my bold prediction. We're dropping buffs. We're merging into two tribes or swapping into two tribes. What will that put us at? 15?
2: Uh, We're at 16 currently. Two tribes of
0: eight. That's my bold prediction. Science field delivered. We're taking it home to the bank. Done. Season two. (laughs) Let's go. Yeah.
2: All right. We already have our final three set. Yep. We have our final Just release
0: all the episodes right now. We already (laughs) have a guest. Just release the
2: finale. Yeah.
1: (laughs) I can I can say that the season gets very interesting. There's some twists that come up that that shake up the game big time, and so it's gonna be it's gonna be a it's gonna be a ride. I can tell you that. So I mean, I can't get guy... any more prediction. Unfortunately, right. but, uh
2: <laughs> The guys have to roll the dice uh, for the next challenge. Um, okay. Because Nathan, because there are only four people on Kalahari, will the guys have to roll the die twice to sit two people out?
1: Um yes, I believe so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And then if it's, it's if it's yeah, 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 though they'll the oh, yeah. Yeah. interesting. That's that would really be a fun insane.
0: twist I have. I like. I really like that 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 twist. Yeah,
1: yeah. it is. It's an interesting one. It, and it's funny that or it's unfortunate, not more so than funny that Madeline was the one person that didn't need that to happen.
2: It Watch now the next challenge be like not her strength, and so she volunteers to sit out the next challenge and it no. becomes the Madeline sit out bench. <laughs> Nope. I, don't yeah, if, I
1: don't know if the girls would let her do that, even if she wanted to.
2: <laughs> All right, let's get into Player of the Week points. So for people who haven't seen this, I mean, this is only our second week doing it. Um, each week, Dom, myself, and our guest will uh, be giving out some Player of the Week points from who we thought you know, had the best episode or whoever's in the best position, whatever. How, whatever our own individual criteria is. Uh, we will each be giving out six points. One person we will give three, one person two, and one person one. So uh, let's go ahead and each give our three points. Dom, who are, who is getting your three points this week?
0: My top person mm-hmm. comes as no surprise. Mr. CK himself will be getting my full three points. Played a very flawless episode. Again, I don't know where he's going to be at because it's this early in the game. But he ran circles around his tribe, and it seems like he's at least starting to jog circles around the rest of the cast. So, um, yeah, he's getting my full
2: three points this episode. Awesome, Nathan. Who's getting your three points this week?
1: Yeah, I, 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 I don't think I can, I can, uh, I can be the one person that says something crazy because I think CK just has had such a good week. So, CK is going to get my three points as well. Um, I think he deserves them. I think that. It could be dangerous. It could be a dangerous uh, three points that he gets, but um, it's so far it's working really, really well. Um, and I wish I could break up the three points into like two to CK, and then I'd I give one to J-High, as you mentioned earlier, because I do think a lot of CK's game is relying on J-High right now. Well, so, you still have you still have three know. more points to give. I don't know if so. I can give him a, a second or a third place since we didn't see too much of him, but – uh, I guess, uh, in my mind, one point goes to Jay High out of CK's three, because I do think some of it does go to go to Jay High's credit, because I think Jay High is doing a lot, some of, some of that work, that busy work for CK, so.
2: Sure. Um, you know, coming before we started this recap, I was t- going to try and justify giving my three points to somebody else, but after talking through this, I can't justify giving it to anybody but CK. So, my three points are going to CK, and uh, let's move on to our two points. Uh, I'm going to give my two points this week to Delaney. Um, I think that Delaney is in a great position, both on her tribe and not on her tribe. Um, we haven't seen... Uh, we Okay, so we've seen a lot of kind of back and forth of people throwing out each other's names between uh, Masai and Kalahari, but we haven't seen anybody throw out names on Tiwi who's not on Tiwi, uh, which is good for Delaney. She has the idol clue. She's in the majority on her tribe. She's in a cross-tribe alliance uh with Ethan and CK. I think Delaney is probably uh she had a great week last week. She had a great week this week. Nobody's throwing out her name. I think Delaney is definitely deserving of my two points. Uh Dom, where are your two points going? My two points
0: are it was it was it was tough to decide between my second and third place, but I really want to give credit where credit is due because it's really impressive to come into a game of Survivor and play, you know, a really like smart game like we see CK playing. But that comes with previous knowledge of the game and kind of knowing what you're getting yourself into. I think it is bigger credit to give it to somebody who doesn't really know what they're doing, but grabs the game by the horns and runs with it. And I feel like this was Ethan's emerging week to do that. And that's why I'm giving him my two points because he came from. Not really knowing what was going on to somebody who is in an active power position in the game. So I kind of feel comparing my third place, uh, my third place pick, to last week's performance. I feel like he had a bigger boost, and I appreciate mm-hmm. that much more in in the gameplay because it takes a lot to turn on for a player. A lot of players are can sit back and just watch let the game kind of go around them it takes a lot to turn that back on and run with it so that's why i'm giving ethan my two points
1: that's awesome
2: yeah i totally agree nathan where are your two points going
1: i think i'm gonna give my two points to hallie um I oh think, wow i know it's a little bit, just a little bit surprising there mm-hmm. i think that solely figuring out because as far as i remember when she was cast and she didn't know too much about the game i think she watched a little bit so to get that awareness that CK is playing them and, and not using that information right away, sitting on it for a while, and then maybe using it in the future, I think is is very impressive that she's been able to figure that out. And I also think it's impressive that she's just been able to sit back and her name's not being thrown out. She's not she's not mm-hmm. like Willie, where she's being like, oh, well, we can take out Willie. No, Holly's in good shape. So I think that's impressive, especially from last week, when we didn't see as much of her game and what she wanted to do this week. I just think she had a really good week. And I think that awareness that CK is playing her, but she knows it, and she's going to use that information to to her, her power, is impressive. So she gets my two points. I, I totally agree.
0: Yeah, I'm not arguing that at all. I feel like uh, Haley will be catching some of my points
1: later on in the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nathan, where's your last little baby one point going? <laughs> I think I'll give my last point to Ethan. Um, I think that his arc is just impressive from almost saying, I don't want to play this game to now really starting to get into it he's in good position he's got he's got allies his name isn't being thrown out from anyone as far as i know um except for for john of course but um it seems like john is on the outs right now so we'll have to see where that goes of course but um so i think yeah he's gonna get my one point um and we'll see where he develops after this week but i think he had a good week so yeah i totally agree
2: Um, I'm torn between a few people for my last point, but I think, you know, I get, I gave my three to CK because I think he's best positioned overall. I gave my two to Delaney because I think she had probably the best week in my opinion this week. So I'm going to, uh, I don't know. I'm going to give my one point to Austin. Hmm. I think that Austin accidentally really upped his status in the game this week and I don't see him being a main target anytime soon. It seems like the only person kind of looking at him is Andrew. And as far as we're aware, Andrew will probably be gone sooner than him anyway. Um, and you know, Austin had his moment this week where he realized like, I don't want to go out. Like I want to play, like I want to stay in and I want to play. And, uh, I think that Austin, like I said, stumbled into a great week and a really good positioning in the game moving forward, especially if we do have a swap soon. So that's where my one point is going. Uh, Dom, what about you?
0: Yeah, compared to last week, I feel like there's an argument to be made for a lot more people, whereas last week it was very clear-cut. Um, my picks are kind of clear-cut in the sense that this episode really centered around one group of people coming together, so I have to give my last point to the third of that tripod of uh, uh, Delaney. So Delaney will be giving getting my one point, The only reason she's below the other two, she didn't go to tribal and it seemed like she was the one that benefited the most out of everybody because it seemed like she might have been in the worst position out of everybody of those three. I felt like just her getting that information on Sophie was a big like, oh shit, I fucked up last week, you know, (laughs) like, like, oh, I gave the information to the wrong person. So I feel like this was a big wake up call for her and I'm really excited to see how she maneuvers this new alliance that she has on her current tribe. I think she, you know, is a really, really strong contender. And my honorable mentions are everybody that you guys said, I thought yep. Hallie had a really good episode. Austin had a fantastic episode mm-hmm. as well. Um, but it's just these three are kind of in a very significant, you know, power position in this game. And so I had to give a respect for respects due. But I 100% can definitely see myself give giving like all these players points later on and mm-hmm. it'll, it'll get a lot more difficult so mm-hmm. i'm excited yeah. i'm excited to have some like you know inner debate on who to who to do this for
2: yeah in the future we're going to be giving all of our points to sophie so <laughs> don't get your hopes up too much no I'm, I'm ready i'm i'm hoping this honestly one thing that i meant to mention earlier i'm hoping that you know losing jacob kind of ignites sophie and we mm-hmm. get like a kind of a sophie warpath Mm-hmm. Moment where she is uh, enacting her revenge. So I do hope that we see that. That's that's a bold prediction for you. I want Sophie Warpath. Okay,
0: <laughs> I could see it.
1: They could. He's got yeah. an idol.
0: Like I mean, it's his idol. So yeah. you know, might as well use his oh, idol yeah. to avenge Jacob. True. <laughs> you know, might True. As well.
1: I was gonna
2: say, imagine if he had the idol, but I don't think he would have played it. So no, I don't think so either. I think
0: yeah. he was legit blindsided. You know a good blindsided face when you see one.
2: All right. Anything else we want to cover about this episode? Um, I'm all
0: set with this episode. Nathan, when can we expect the next episode?
1: Um, as far as I know, next Saturday, we will have another episode, um, I believe at uh, 7 p.m. So um, as far as I know, I'm not 100% positive. But I'm pretty sure that that uh, the schedule will be remaining the same and we will have episode three out on Saturday.
0: Perfect. Sounds like a plan. Uh, Drew, Nathan, thank you so much for joining me tonight. It was so fun to recap, as Mm -hmm. always, Survivor LU Season 2 at odds. Uh, And to make sure that you're up to date, please make sure to subscribe to their YouTube channel as Mm -hmm. well as follow their social media for all the fun stuff that they have going on. Um, But yeah, it's been a blast. I'm excited for week three of the game. And hopefully we get some uh, bigger, badder blindsides going on. Um but yeah that's all for me tonight. I hope everybody has a great Monday night. Happy last week of May. Let's finish strong. <laughs> all right. Oh, sure. Bye LRG world. See ya.